really one of the superpowers of Gemini is curiosity. That's how Gemini learns. They're curious. They don't just take something at face value. They will go down a deep dive rabbit hole in the internet to figure out, you know, why something is the way it is or to figure out how they know that person from that movie or to study like where did pasta originate? But no, Geminis, they're really fed by this intellectual stimulation and they're really fed by ideas. And so curiosity is something that comes really natural to them. Why it's so important for us to be curious more than ever right now is because as of last spring in 2020, our collective nodes of fate, the North Node, South Node, moved into Gemini and Sagittarius, respectively. Meaning collectively, we are being pushed to really lean into Gemini gifts as a total. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Rx Radio with me, your host, Maddie Murphy. I'm so excited to be here. It is officially Gemini season at the time of this recording, and in true Gemini fashion, I'm going to keep today's episode short, sweet, sassy, so you can get on with your lives and be the social butterflies biz buzzing around town like I know you're ready to be right now. And if you're watching this and it's not Gemini season, it's all right. Kick back. Let the gifts of Gemini activate you, and also whatever part of your chart is ruled by Gemini. Every month, we serve up different astro cosmic coaching tips for your everyday life. Think of them like practical magic, doled out, dosed out, and little bite-sized cosmic prescriptions from the universe. I center them around mindset work, spiritual practices, embodiment practices, all in the hopes for you to cultivate more self-love, intuition, and pleasure so you can go out there and be the cosmic bad bitch you're here to be. So it's Gemini season. It's the season of the mystical messenger, all right? This is the transformative twins. It's the season of the chatty, charismatic duo, okay? Gemini is the only sign in the zodiac that has a partner. So everything that we are meant to learn under this season is about connecting to the other, the power of what we learn and how we learn about ourselves and the world through connecting to someone else. So before I get into today's little tip, today's Cosmic Rx, which is going to be all about the power of cultivating a curious mindset, I just want to have take a moment for a few short announcements. As always, I really appreciate your ratings and your reviews. I was on a podcast this week and I loved 
what she said. Um, it was Kelsey Dara's podcast, Confidently Insecure. And at the end, she's like, if you have a rating, five-star rating, leave it. If it's not a five-star rating, don't because I'm overly sensitive. And I feel that. I appreciate all of your five-star reviews. I hope you're feeling it. I hope it's honest. If it's not a five-star review, slide into my DMs. Let me know what I can do better. But yeah, keep those ratings and reviews coming. They're so helpful. And as you may or may not know, we select one person a month who's left a rating and a review to win a free one-on-one with me. Okay. So that's some good stuff right there. I swear I have fun with you. I love making magic and poking around your chart and your cards. The other announcement is we are so excited. We are opening up as of May 24th. We are opening up our enrollment for the Cosmic Fit Club. It's our membership platform where you can have access to so many cosmic wellness goodies. It's legit in there. I don't even have words to explain it, but I will try. In our Cosmic Fit Club, you get two monthly live moon circles with me. We have tons of live coaching events, workshops, embodiment practice classes, sacred Sundays, live events that are led by this team of really badass coaches and facilitators who all cover different areas of expertise, everything from cultivating emotional resiliency to embodiment work, to conscious relationships, to you know helping you with understand energy medicine, to money mindset work, you know, everything you need to be this like holistic, empowered, fully you version of you rocking out in the world. And we also have like these fun group chats that pop off. Basically it's one big party and we call it cosmic fit club because it's like how you join a membership program with like workout classes, but this instead you're working out and you're flexing your intuitive muscle, getting your spirit right, mind tight. So if you're interested in that, we have an early bird enrollment before June 1st between May 26th and June 1st. If you sign up, you get a free swag bag so you can rep and rock some cool goodies. Let's the world know that you are a cosmic baddie. And those doors close, I believe, June 15th. So if you're interested, all of that will be linked below in the show notes. And if you want more information, check us out at thecosmicrx.com, okay? So let's dive into today. So we're talking about mindset work for Gemini season and why I love breaking down, doing empowerment work, doing coaching by the season is it really allows us just to think about and meditate on one aspect of our life, okay? I am so over self-care, self-growth, self-actualizing work being this overwhelming, stressful thing, okay? That's so counterintuitive. That's so not the point, but it happens. We could end up trying to work on like every area of our life at once. And then it just becomes this complete avalanche of pressure we put on ourselves. And then we're not even absorbing or integrating any of the books we're listening to or podcasts or courses we're taking. So if you're new here, my intention with this is to just have us focus on three things a month of just, you know, how we can, again, open our mind up more, have that wild beast of a mind that can be our biggest wand or our biggest wound, our biggest sword against us, how we can kind of just get our mind in that expansive, juicy, flexible, 
open place that's supporting our heart and soul in manifesting the life we desire and supporting others. And then we also talk about a spiritual practice because I love mindset work. I love, you know, neuroplasticity, mindfulness, but we also have to remember that we're spiritual beings. So we have a spiritual practice for every season. And then we have something that's an embodiment practice that brings you into your body so you can listen to your body more, usually through sensuality and pleasure, because that's what I'm all about. So this mindset practice for today is something that if you have been looking for new ways to calm your mind, open it, center it, and expand your container, I hope it serves you. So the importance of curiosity. Why is curiosity a Gemini characteristic? Well, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, cognition, travel, technology. Mercury is the fastest moving planet in the solar system. It zips around us, running laps around us. Mercury is like the trickster of the Zodiac too. So Mercury in an air sign of Gemini is really all about the mind and being cerebral and being open and wanting to learn and wanting to devour information and wanting to meet new people and listen to, like I said, new podcasts and read new books. And with Gemini, there is a constant kind of craving, like Gemini is fed through information and through connections. And Gemini really embodies the student teacher archetype to me. It's like Gemini learns and absorbs information and then sends it right back out into the world through their divine gift, which is taking information, digesting it, and making it approachable or accessible or engaging or entertaining for other people. What I'm trying to say is Gemini has the gift of gab 100%. And if you don't believe me, look up some famous Geminis. You will see their words are so powerful. Shout out to Tupac just came to mind. Wordsmith word, but like someone whose words carry so much power that it makes you like stop and think. Or a lot of Geminis are in positions like broadcasting, journalism. I always crack up during Gemini season. All of my PR friends are like, it's my birthday. It's me. I'm like, of course, all of my friends who are in PR, publicity, marketing, advertising, they're all Geminis. Duh. I remember a few years ago, I like connected the dots on that. And everyone knows that Gemini is sort of the chatty communicator, gift of gab sign. But really, one of the superpowers of Gemini is curiosity. That's how Gemini learns. They're curious. They don't just take something at face value. They will go down a deep dive rabbit hole in the internet to figure out you know, why something is the way it is, or to figure out how they know that person from that movie, or to study like where did pasta originate. But no, Geminis, they're really fed by this intellectual stimulation. And they're really fed by ideas. And so curiosity is something that comes really natural to them. Why it's so important for us to be curious more than ever right now is because as of last spring in 2020, our collective nodes of fate, the North Node, South Node, moved into Gemini and Sagittarius respectively, meaning collectively we are being pushed to really lean into Gemini gifts as a total as a society. And we're being asked to release some of the more shadowy Sagittarian beliefs. So the more we lean into Gemini behaviors, Gemini mindset, 
Gemini communications, we are going to feel like in line with where we're, we're moving in terms of the cosmic flow. So shout out to all my Geminis leading the way right now. Also shout out my North Node is in Gemini. So check out your chart and see where your North Node is. You know, I think we started to learn, especially last year, 2020, we all had a lot of learning to do. We all signed up for an accelerated course in earth school. All right. We are in it. Okay. We are learning every day. And Gemini specifically is about learning about the other, learning about other people's experiences, learning about other people's way of life, not just seeing the world through our own lens and perspective. And Gemini is here to shake some shit up. Sagittarius on the South Node is a little bit more associated with like dogma or ideologies or taking things, uh, tradition, like if something's always been some way, we're going to keep doing that. Sagittarius rules a lot of like institutions, universities, churches, think about these kind of ivory tower gatekeeping types of places that says that you can only come to the table with an idea if you have a PhD in this, or if you have a degree in this, or if you've passed through this many years of study. And Gemini is like, no, information should be accessible to everyone. Knowledge is not something to be commodified and gatekept. Knowledge is something we all have access to. And every person has their own unique brilliance to bring to the table. We just need the curiosity to be open to listen to them. And Gemini is, don't ever tell a Gemini to do something because that's the way it's always been done. No, no, no. Like I said, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the trickster, the mischief maker. And Gemini is low-key a very rebellious sign because they are questioning everything. I always say the Gemini mantra, and this is a great one for us all to adapt right now, is who says, says who. When someone tells you something, that's the way it's always been done in business. That's the way it's always been done in politics. That's the way it's always been done, whatever, in entertainment, in school, blah, blah, blah. Fill in the blank here for the industry. Gemini's like, why? Who said? Why? What? But this curiosity, it's so important right now. I think about Gemini energy as one of those like Alka-Seltzer tablets. You know, you put it in water and the effervescence comes and starts to like break up the tablet and breaks up all that stuck, stagnant. I mean, of course, it's on purpose to be stuck and stagnant. It's a tablet, but it breaks up that solid matter. And I think about Gemini curiosity as this effervescence that's coming to break up these really outdated belief systems, these outdated structures, these outdated concepts that we have that have been passed down for so long that we just took them as sort of a truth and a way of life, you know, for many generations. So this Gemini North Node is really important for us to understand and to tap into. Gemini also is a lot about the media and, you know, constant back and forth. And I think it's also why we're in this like constant minefield on social media and Gemini in a North Node is information is being spread and shared really fast. Gemini Sagittarius nodes, we were in that during 9-11 too. And whenever we have the Sagittarius South node, that's being restricted. And Sagittarius rules travel. So you can tell we're all restricted from like international travel right now. That also happened, you know, in that 2001-2002 time frame. And it's because we're being restricted from international travel to kind of spend time getting to know our local communities and the people around us and to listen to those stories and to spread information, but in a different way. So I think we can all relate to this past year that has been the case. But I don't know about you, this past year 
has challenged a lot of things that I knew about the world. And I consider myself someone who is very curious, very open, always pulling on those little threads that I find and information and wanting to, my intention is to be an awake, aware, conscious human being who is taking into account other people's experiences in life. But, you know, we all have blind spots and damn, this past year called out the blind spots. I'm human. We all have a part of us that likes to know things and likes to be right or thinks that our experience of the world is the only experience. But why it's so important to cultivate this curiosity mindset is I want us to release the notion of being wrong or right. Okay. I want us to release the notion of being good or bad. Gemini also fucking hates like a binary, this or that duality. Okay. I think under this Gemini North node, we're going to see also a lot more. We're already seeing it a lot more mainstream action taken to release like the gender binary, because I think we all know gender is a spectrum. And if we don't know that, then get curious, use this episode to get curious on that for yourself. But I think under Gemini North node, we're starting to understand that it's not like one group of people, good, one group of people, bad, one political party, good, one political party, bad. You know, there's this whole spectrum of experiences and nuances. And even though Gemini North Node has us sharing information really fast, and that has its own positive, you know, I think we've all learned more from Instagram memes, TikToks, and like reels this last year about U.S. history than I ever learned in four years of high school. But the also the downside with that is that a lot of these subject matters are deep and they're nuanced, and those should be a jumping off point for you to continue your curiosity by you know reading books, engaging, having conversations. I think a lot of us have to, all of us have to own the fact that we don't know everything about everything, and that being curious is how. I think we're going to find a way to come together to make positive, long-lasting impact to create a more equitable society where more or all of us hopefully have access to just peace, access to certain very basic human privileges, and hopefully access to you know, prosperity. So curiosity to me feels like the avenue, the road you take that leads to unity, ultimately. But like I said, it's not always in human nature to be curious. It's human nature to be like, I know this, and that's good. Because there's a part of our brain that wants to protect us and just be like, yep, this is the reality I know, and this has kept me alive up till this point. And that's that really primal part of our brain. And also we have egos, you know, we like to be right. We like to know things. But curiosity is definitely a trait of, I think, a genius. I think a lot of people who are curious and who can see uh, many different solutions, many different perspectives are people who are intellectually very innovative and doing amazing things in their field. It's also, I think, a strong indicator of someone who's spiritually open. I think curiosity and spirituality goes hand in hand. So I found an article by this guy, Donald Latumahina, and he has a blog called Life Optimizer. And he broke down four reasons why curiosity is important from a neurological standpoint. I love my woo-woo. I love my spirituality. I love energy work. 
But it is also fun to look at the science of what happens to our brain when we have certain practices. So curiosity is actually lights up different neural pathways in your mind, okay? It makes your mind active instead of passive. Your mind is a muscle and those neural pathways, by creating new neural pathways, your mind can create new ways of being, new ways of thinking, and therefore can create new realities for yourself. So curiosity, you know, I framed it in this episode up to this point, just about how we can help ourselves collectively, but it's also really about helping yourself. A curious mind is also a big part of a growth mindset. And if any of you have ever done, you know, abundance work or any kind of self-help work, they talk about this growth mindset is the key to that. Number two, curiosity makes your mind observant of new ideas. So this is important, you know, problem solving. We can get in a rut. We can be up against a wall in life. And if we're just like, oh, there's only one way out, we're just going to keep running into that wall like a mouse in one of those like scientific mazes and just like hitting at the wall over and over and over again, expecting a different solution. But when you flex this curiosity muscle, it's like your mind can expect and anticipate new ideas related to it. And then when these ideas come, you're like, okay, right, that's it. Because you're keeping yourself open. Curiosity is also really important in your intuitive development, okay? Because we have to be open. We have to be questioning things. And we have to be not just taking things at face value. Curiosity creates space in our mind for new ideas, intuitive downloads, and inspiration. Without curiosity, it's like an idea might just pass right by you. And you're just like so focused on your one solution that you're trying to control. Another benefit of curiosity is it opens up new worlds and possibilities. Okay. Um, This is everything from being curious about different ways of life. I have a Gemini North node. So for me, I really value this Gemini curiosity in terms of like my career. You know, I went to a traditional university, shout out University of Maryland, Terrapin. And a lot of my friends had very more traditional career paths and majors. And then I graduated college and I just kept trying to put myself in this box, in this lane. You know, I worked at a magazine and I tried, I thought that'd be really cool on paper. It's my dream job. And then I got there and I'm like, this is not my dream job. And I realized that my career and what I wanted to do with my life was like 10 things at once. I didn't really want anything that I had seen before. So you know, it took me a long time and shout out to my Saturn return for imploding my life and making me do this and leaving no other way. But I had to get really curious about what lit me up. And I had to be really curious and learn new things and just not really know what my path was and laid out, just trusting that, you know, the next teacher would appear, the next resource. And in that Gemini curiosity, that mutable Gemini space, I was able to step into my Gemini North Node, which is now, you know, being a teacher and sharing and speaking on all of this. Also, my Chiron's all up on my North Node. I won't get into that right now, but I'm really grateful because without that curiosity, I might just be trying to put myself in some cookie cutter job title or other role that was just not me. Okay. So you open up new worlds of possibility with curiosity and not to mention you meet new people and you find out new ways of doing things and it like lights you up. And that brings me to the, you know, fourth benefit of curiosity. It brings excitement into your life. 
And if there's one thing Gemini is about, it's about excitement. Okay. Gemini is high energy. It's entertaining. It's exciting. Gemini is effervescence. Gemini is just life of the party vibes. So much fun. I'm always lit up when I hang out the Gemini. We had that Mercury connection. We can talk all day, all night. When I first met my now Mercury husband, Colin Bedell of Queer Cosmos, we met someone like literally set us up as like a cosmic like friend date like you two should meet each other and we just talked each other's ears off (laughs) so gemini loves excitement gemini loves meeting new people and uh, being curious it opens you up to life being an adventure okay every day nothing has to be dull or routine there's so much joy to tap into with curiosity okay there's new toys around you every day Everything is something to turn on its head. And, you know, not from this blog, but my fifth, I will add one more curiosity. It creates new avenues for yourself and for all of us collectively. Like I mentioned it with my career, but I want to say it's even bigger than that. We are in a time right now where we have to question a lot of things that were given to us. And we have to question a lot about what traditional relationships look like or life path or career. And I think a lot of people now, especially like my age and younger and the the Gen Z definitely leading the way with this, shout out to you all. But like, you know, I don't need to go to that traditional college path and, you know, graduate in debt, not have certain life skills if that's not my path. I don't need to, you know, get married in my late 20s and then right away have a baby. Like that wasn't my path. I don't need to work in this certain type of field or even right now, it's like maybe we don't all have to work five days a week in an office. We can be remote. Like we're all just questioning things. We're questioning how business has to get done. We're questioning how our society can operate. So this curiosity, again, is that it breaks up. It's that effervescence. It's breaking through the old. It's breaking through the outdated structures, okay? And I'm just going to rattle off some ways to develop this curiosity in your everyday life, okay? Super simple. I also chatted with Michelle Pelazon of Holisticism this week for the podcast. And I keep thinking of something she said about high integrity business. It's like simple, but it's not easy. So these open, these curiosity mindset techniques, they are simple, but not always easy. So number one, keep an open mind. Okay. This is essential. Oh my God. Like if you feel, I do it all the time. I can feel my mind clenching like a little toddler's fist around a lollipop. Like I can feel my mind clenching when I want to be right. When I'm talking to someone and I'm maybe getting into a heated debate with, uh, obviously we got into a lot of those this past year (laughs) with people online or people, you know, in person or loved ones even. And I could feel myself and I'm like, am I in this conversation right now to learn and to open and to hopefully expand someone's mind and send them on their path and, you know, hopefully spark some curiosity in them. Am I here to learn about their side or am I having this conversation to be right? And that's something I had to check myself on a lot. Okay. And I think we're all learning, like we learn something and then maybe we learn a few months later, we have to tweak what we learned or unlearn that or relearn that. So we have to be okay with releasing that kind of egoic being right. And, you know, okay, I learned everything there is to learn about that subject and I'm filing it away. That's not how it works. So we're opening to learning, unlearning, relearning, and just being open. It's okay to change our mind. It's okay to have things more nuanced than we thought. 
And then that brings things to number two, which is don't take things for granted. This is a great tip. You just don't want to take things at surface level. Don't take things at face value. Don't take something just because someone quote unquote higher up than you told you that's the way it has to be. Okay. That's a big one. Three, ask questions relentlessly. I love this because once I started, it's like Socratic methods, like asking questions. This is a great way to dig deeper below the surface. Um, you know, where did that idea come from? Who said that? Why did that happen? Where did that come from? These questions, like questions are like the anatomy of the effervescent bubbles. Questions, questions, questions. It's also, if you are in a heated debate with someone, questioning and asking them questions is a much stronger technique to come into some sort of either resolution or to have constructive arguing. You arguing is not bad, but it's like, is this being constructive or is this two people just shouting at each other? So asking questions, asking people to explain how they got to that idea, where they came up with that information is a really powerful tool. Okay. And just questioning things. This is also a form of mindfulness for myself. When I have a negative, a worry or an anxiety, I ask myself, where did that come from? Like, why do you think that? Is that true? Is that something that's definite or is that a non-truth? Or if I have a, you know, if I'm being hard on myself, like the inner critic comes out, I'm like, whose voice is that? Why do I think that? So this questioning relentless question asking. I want you to be a relentless question asker. That also leads to my own point I'm going to put in here, not from this blog, but number four, I would say just practice your active listening. So many times when we're communicating and I'm guilty of it, it's like, are we listening to the other person or are we just waiting to get our point in or tell our story or grab the mic back to me? active listening. There are amazing resources and ways to do this. A lot of it has to do with just mirroring the other person, nodding along, making like mm, affirmative sounds that you're listening, but not overly reacting in your face, not jumping in and also repeating back. So what I'm hearing from you is these are just some active listening tips. We can go deeper into that if you want, but just for the sake of time, let's keep going down the list. The other thing I would say is see learning as something fun. Don't look at it as a chore when you are being invited by the universe or a person to invent, learn something new, to change your beliefs, to broaden uh, your perspective. It's, it's an adventure. It's fun. And I think a lot of us are like traumatized by school, this concept of learning and getting graded for what we did and having to, you know, sometimes uh, traditional schooling can really suck the joy and the fun out of learning, but let Gemini energy remind you of like the adventure of learning, how fun it is, how fun it is to like spark this curiosity in you. And again, just always trying to bring more pleasure to the things we're doing. And then the last way I think to bring a curiosity into your mindset, to expand your possibilities, notions is, is to read, is to read things from a diverse, diversify your bookshelf. And yes, I'm saying a bookshelf. Listen, as someone who has a podcast, I love podcasts. I love getting information, but there's a reason why we still have books. Okay. Cause long form books can go deeper into subjects. And a lot of the subjects that are at the forefront of our conversation, especially in a political landscape, we need deeper. We need to go deeper. We need to, you know, tell longer stories, have more information, more evidence. I'm not saying you have to read like a 300, 500, 
700 page book about everything you're interested in. But if you are really interested or committed to learning about something, read, read something, read a book. My challenge to you this summer is read a book written by someone who does not look like you, does not come from the same part of the world as you, okay? Who has a different body than you, different gender identity, different background, whatever it is, different sexual orientation, and just diversify. Diversify your bookshelf, diversify your mind. (laughs) I'm laughing because reading books, it's hard. I listen to a lot of books on Libro, which is like a like a audio book app because I do, I get like very sleepy when I read sometimes, especially lately. And I laughed, I'm laughing to myself because so often I'll be talking to my sisters and I'll be like, I read something. And I'm like, actually, I didn't read that somewhere. I saw that in a TikTok, I realized. So while we love all this digestible information out there, let those be like a little coming attraction, a sneak peek, something bait, you know, to get you hooked on uh, a new path of information, but spend some time reading books. That's definitely a way to stay curious, stay open. I promise you these mindset tricks to be more curious, they lead to some really amazing change within your own life and also in the world around you. Okay. So that is my Gemini mindset, cosmic coaching talk all about curiosity. Let me know how you feel about it. Come find me on Instagram at the cosmic RX at I am Maddie Murphy is my personal. Let me know if you resonate with this, if you have any questions on it, like let me know what else you want to talk about here. This podcast is for you, my cosmic baddies. So until next time, I'm going to say to you, stay cosmic, stay curious, and go light this world up with your magic. Okay. Bye y'all. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.